Hello, how are you doing? Hi, how are you, Omar? Yeah, good, good. How are you doing? Yeah, good. Not too bad. Fantastic, fantastic. Mm. How's your day been? Yeah, good. Exhausted. Yeah, can't, same. I can't I'm believe knackered. it's Friday. Is it Friday or Saturday? Saturday. Saturday already. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What'd you get up to? If it, what, uh, on Friday night, I watched the film um, Le Mans. Uh, Is it the um, uh, Matt Damon and Christian Bell movie? That's right. Ford versus Ferrari. <clears> so <throat> set in the 1960s. And it's basically when Ford uh, basically take on Ferrari in the the twenty four hour race in Le Mans, and they actually win it. They they <laughs> never had a car in that race before uh, that's ever won, and Ferrari has been dominating that uh, for the the last decade. Wow! And they build a car from scratch. Uh, they have a British driver involved, and it's an amazing film to watch. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant, brilliant, brilliant. Have you seen a movie called Rush? Rush. Oh, rings a bell. It's the Formula One movie. The Formula One movie. Is is it based on... Um, yeah, it's True Events. True Events. Mm. Is it the, based on the British driver's life? Uh, it's based on the Ferrari driver, <coughs> Nicky Lauda. Oh, Nicky Lauda. That's the one. Yes. Yeah. Yep. And uh, the British driver for, I think it was um, McLaren. Uh, James Hunt. Yeah, it's based, and it's when James Hunt won the uh, the championship that uh, year. Yeah, he eventually won it, uh, but Nicky won it. I think a year before that. Okay. So it's you. about Nicky buying his place in Ferrari. Oh, okay. Uh, and then he redesigns their car for them. Yeah. Um, to make it faster. Gotcha. And James doesn't like that. Oh, right. And it's about their battle. I think I think they were battling for like three years. Okay. Yeah. Nicky won two out of those three, I think. Yeah. And James eventually won. Yeah. Uh, but uh, I love movies like that. Yeah. It's so cool. Is uh, Le Mans, is, is that's based on true events? Yeah, it's based on true mm-hmm. events. Yeah. That they, uh, and f- the, f- the way the Ford, and it's about how Ford is very corporate, the way it's set up, There's lots of suits involved. Oh. And then these guys come in and they want to create this car and they want to go against the some of the uh, traditions within Ford in terms of how they make decisions and how they build a car in order to enter that race. And was that the birth of the Ford GT? Yes, the Ford oh. GT is the 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 front runner in that in that film. Wow. Yeah. Wow, 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 that's amazing. That's really cool. I'm going to check that out actually. Yeah. I'm going to check that out. But yeah, no my my week's been similar to yours. Okay. Tiring, knackered. Um, uh, I, I uh, managed to get through um, uh, an interesting book. Okay. One that I actually, I enjoyed this one more than I did the last one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, you had a negative book <clears throat> last week. It, well, I wouldn't say negative. <coughs> I'd say probably just a bit like boring. Okay. Yeah, because it was retelling a story I'd already heard. Yeah. Um, I read a new book uh, called Primed to Perform. Primed to Perform? Yeah. Sounds interesting. Very good. Yeah. Um, I I will I will give you the copy. Okay. Again, um, and I need you to read it. Okay. We'll it's do. really good. Uh, it's very very briefly. I don't. There's not much to talk about it. Uh, but it's basically about this guy who runs a company. Yeah. That is around, um, creating the right culture at big corporations and startups. Okay. So he's come up with this theory, with this, with this idea that employees work better with higher levels of motivation if their ideas are aligned with the mission of the company. Gotcha. Yeah. yeah. If, uh, and he breaks down different types of motivation. Okay. So some people are motivated to earn money. Yeah. Some people are motivated to do other things. And yeah, it's really interesting. I don't, I don't want to like go into it no. too much because I think it should be read. Because um, no, this week, uh, funny you saying that, a couple <clears> of weeks ago, I heard a recruiter say something similar. Uh, in order to hire people to stay with you for much longer, you should hire based on cultural values. So yes. Look for similar values within the character. This is exactly what it's about. Rather than look for qualifications or experiences. Absolutely. So you want to hire people with the same value traits as what you have and your company has? Yes. So so that's exactly what it is. Okay. Uh, and it's really, it goes into it in quite a lot of depth. 
uh, and I really enjoyed reading it. Uh, okay. It was very, very eye-opening, and there's a lot of statistics in there as well that prove his theory Good. and the way that it works. And it also shows, like, how behind the curb people are. Uh-huh. Um, you know, they're just behind the, they're behind the whole game. They just don't really see it yet. Yeah. Um, but the early adopters, like, you know, the Googles and the Facebooks and yeah. stuff like that, are the Silicon Valley people. They really jumped onto that onto really that. early um, and really <coughs> understood it. So uh, that, that was a really, really fun read. Okay. <coughs> Excuse me. That was a really fun read, and I, I really enjoyed reading that. Uh, so I'd highly recommend that. Okay. That was great. And it was written really nicely. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, 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 I liked that. Um, I also saw uh, The Joker. Oh yeah, you said uh, you you was gonna watch it. Yes. Yeah. So we spoke about it a, over a month ago now. That's right. Yeah. And How did you find it? Well, you know yeah. that I ended up I liked it so much that I ended up writing an article about yes, it. Yes. Yeah, I remember you saying. Um. So I loved it, and it's actually the reason that has inspired. Now that this is very very rare, we don't normally do this. The way that we do our podcast is that. One of us will come up with a topic, yep, and then we will we will not tell the other person about it <coughs> until we start recording. That's right, yeah. Uh, this time we've actually discussed this already, and because we we both love this movie, mm-hmm. the movie is what has um, influenced and inspired the topic. Uh, yes, which is yep. about insanity. Okay, yeah. So we're going to be discussing what we believe insanity is. Mm-hmm. <coughs> And where, sorry, a bit, got a bit of a cough. You've got a cough as yeah, well. Yeah, I've had a cough for the whole month. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <coughs> sorry if anyone uh, has got an issue with that. Yeah. It's going to blow your ears open <laughs> on the headphones. Luckily, <laughs> coughs are not contagious through podcasts. <laughs> so <coughs> our listeners are safe out yeah, there. Yeah, exactly. No, I'm talking more like air drum safety. Oh, okay, yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, that's why I'm moving away from the mic. Okay. Um. So, yeah, we're going to be talking about, like, what we think about insanity, what we think it is, and how these movies... So, to, to, what some of our favourite movies uh, is The Joker. Yeah. And there's another movie called <clears throat> Falling Down. Yeah, with Michael Douglas. Yeah. <coughs> let, let me find out what year that was made. Yeah, okay, go on, have a, have a look. Yeah, go on. Uh, but in the meantime, I'll just uh, run through it. So, we had a chat, and we thought that the two characters in there... <coughs> Excuse me. Um, Arthur Fleck, uh, the Joker, the guy that Joaquin Phoenix plays. Yeah, Falling Down was 1993. 1993. Michael Look Douglas. That. Look at that. So, yeah. What, 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 what do you think? What, what do you think about this whole thing? Firstly, t- tell us more about the Joker. What do you think? You couldn't really speak about it before because I hadn't seen it yet. Yeah. But what, what do you think? So, sorry, say that again. What, what did you say? The... What, what, what do you think about the Joker? What did you think about it when you saw it? What was your impression... Uh, but by the way, there will be spoilers. Yeah. Yeah, just to let you know, we're not holding back. <laughs> no, like right at the beginning, you do feel sorry uh, for uh, the Joker's character as as he deteriorates. At the beginning of the film, he's quite happy. He's quite jo- uh, He's quite content with his life. But then slow. Uh, but then also he's getting um, counselling and services from social services to manage. His his form of depression, I think he's suffering I from. I think he's got a lot of things, actually. Yeah. He's, he's got depression, he's, he's got anxiety, yeah. he's got that laughing problem. He had the laughing, yeah, the laughing condition. Which uh, I think was a cause of a lot of his other problems, uh-huh. was the laughing thing, right? Yeah. And then he's also got the burden of looking after his elderly mum as well. Oh, yeah. So he's uh, a carer. Who doesn't really treat him very yeah, nice, Yeah, and she's, she's not... Are really uh, that um, in tune to the some of the feelings that he's. Well, she's uh, not one hundred percent there. Yeah, she's not. She's not there with at all in no. the film. No. And then also, then you feel like whether society is making him uh, escalate further into a downward negative spiral, uh, and also the way he gets treated by uh, his co-workers at oh, work. Goodness. So he's sort of getting bullied as well at work. In the way they pick on him. Oh, yeah. And the way they treat treat him. So you feel like... You do feel sorry for his character. 
And then also the way society is unraveling around him, uh, access to certain um, uh, medications he cannot have access to. Oh, yeah. Counseling is cut because off. Because of the budget cuts. The, due to budget cuts, which is happening now uh, within the UK and also globally as well. Yep. Less. Uh, the funny thing is less is getting spent on mental health, but a lot of employers are actually encouraging people to access mental health or they're offering counselling as part of the, the job benefits. Yeah, 100%, yeah. And 10 years ago, that was never even mentioned. Oh, no, definitely. And not. now employers are actually selling it as a benefit. It's amazing, right? How the turnarounds happened. It's extraordinary. I, th I think the way that the outlook on mental health has changed it's more of a positive thing now. Yeah. Before it was like, oh, you've got mental problems. It's you are very you know, negative. unhirable. Yeah. Unemployable. Yeah. But now it's like, oh, you, you've got issues. Okay, let, yeah. let's deal with that because you're you're very capable. Yeah. You know. Um, but I feel certain conditions like anxiety or mm. stress, they they because they're broader. Yes. They employers are willing to accept those, but if you've got say a bit more extremer conditions like schizophrenia. Oh yeah. That that would be a bit more still would be quite controversial for certain employers to actually manage. I think so. I think you're 100% right. Um but then again I think I, the the part that I would disagree is I would say that we're now crossing the boundary from mental health to a mental illness. Yeah. Um you know be, being mindful of your mental health yeah. is one thing but being burdened uh, with a, a actual sickness. mental illness, yeah. yeah, like something as serious as schizophrenia, yeah. Um, you know, it, it it's de it's devastating, uh, and you know, you, not only should you be not at work, uh, I I think you should be under care, yeah. Um, but I think that that's where I would disagree with you in that respect. Mm -hmm. uh, is that uh, I don't think it's the employer's duty. To accept things like that because at the end of the day they've got a business to run uh, and they need reliable employees that's right yeah uh which is where i think things like schizophrenia uh wouldn't wouldn't really be taken into consideration yeah, yeah. but wh when it comes to the joker um i think me and you our opinions are very aligned here mm -hmm. very aligned we're both thinking the same thing here. Yeah. We both had the same opinions um, when we spoke about it. Um, we both feel sorry for Arthur. Yeah. Right? Even after he kills, I, fi I find a certain righteousness to his killing. Oh, when he killed the, the bankers yes. who were picking on him. Who were beating him up. They weren't yeah. picking on him. They yeah, were beating yeah, they were, him to uh, death. Uh, they, were, they used to pick on him and bully him and kicking him. Yeah. 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 I mean, on the train. On the train. And that, that they was really because of his illness, death. right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then he pulled a gun out and shot them. Yeah. And killed them. You know, it's, it, there's a righteousness to his killing. Yeah. Okay. Now, let's set this pretense. Mm -hmm. He is a psychopath. Yeah. He's insane. Yeah. Okay. Why is he insane? Okay, now th this is this is what mm. we, we we this is where we want to talk about. Okay, yeah. uh, so we're going to talk about the Joker a bit more, uh, but falling down. Michael Douglas one. The Michael Douglas one. I just want you to just explain what it's about because I, I don't think that a lot of people would have seen it. Yeah, it's it's basically a film about an office worker. So the office he's got quite stressful stressful life. He's got. A wife, and I think he has two kids or one kid. I can't yeah, remember. Yeah, something like that. Well, he's definitely got a child. Yeah, he's got a child, and kid. and it's basically he he has a, a very boring job or high pressure job, and he and it's just mundane. So every day is the same. Get stuck in traffic. I think he's set in Los Angeles, so he's always yeah, it must be. So it's always traffic. Yeah, he's always stuck in traffic, going to work, stuck in traffic jams, coming home, very hot days, uh, no air conditioning in 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 available so he's very stressed out all the time so it's just he's highly stressed and highly strung and then basically one event triggers an event inside him which makes him outpour all of his hate and emotion that he's been building up for years yeah. against uh, random uh, uh, people within the street and also society so for example um, McDonald's I don't know uh, McDonald's have this rule where they do not serve breakfast after 11, 11 a.m. Yeah. And there's a famous scene where he's 
upset. He wants to get breakfast. He goes into McDonald's. It's only five minutes. And after, it, I, think I think literally, yeah. it just the clock ticked eleven o five. Yeah. He and the queue was long. So eventually, when he got to the front of the queue, it was over. It was eleven o five, and he goes to the cashier. Can I have a breakfast, please? Yep. And then she goes, "Sorry, sir, it's eleven o five. You cannot have <clears> breakfast now." And he goes. But it's five minutes, and I was in the queue for yeah. ten minutes. And she goes, "Sorry, sir, do you, this do you is want company to do policy? A, company policy." He gets so frustrated, he goes back out. He pulls to his the gun car, out. Yeah. Pulls the shorn off shotgun, <laughs> comes back and shoots into the ceiling. Yep. And he demands his breakfast. Yep. And they serve him his breakfast. He, yep, that's right. They, but then that's. I'll just give you. But that he doesn't snippet. want to hurt anybody. No, he doesn't he hurt. Just wants, he doesn't want to kill anybody. Yeah. He just wants. <coughs> He just wants when he wants something, he wants it because he's he's tipped over the edge now. Well, he's let's just, let's just make this very clear. He's had a psychotic breakdown. Yeah, he just the whole the film basically is a breakdown. He has a massive 100%. meltdown. The yeah. whole movie is just about him, and then it just gets worse and worse, and then it goes to the next step, to the next step, and it just escalates to really unbelievable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's 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 just a story of him in this spiral yeah. of psychoticness right yeah and, and society and everyone else around him is to blame perpetuates it yeah yes. makes it worse i 100 and that's where we got the connection from yeah and like i said we, we both love the films yeah, yeah we both love them yeah um now this made me think and it made you think as well um about are these people firstly what is insanity what does it mean to be insane you know, uh, uh, the, these people are were normal people. Yeah, they were people who were law-abiding citizens. Yeah, both of them. Yeah. They were both. Yeah. Um, however, because of situations that happen in our everyday lives, listen. How many times have you wanted McDonald's breakfast, and then you're there like ten minutes late? Yeah. And they don't want to serve it to yeah. you. I've had it to myself yeah. a few times. I'm sure you have as well. Well, even Ikea now. I don't know. Just put Ikea do breakfast as well. Oh, on do a, they? a Saturday and Sunday. But oh, it's no uh, only up to a certain time. They have like a similar thing, like 10.30 or okay. 11. And if you don't get there before 11, that's it. You can't have breakfast. Yeah. No, it's crazy. Um, <coughs> and, you know, that that's obviously not the only thing that happens to him in the movie. That's yeah. just a very that's just one iconic scene. scene. Yeah. Um, you know, th there's loads of things that happen. Yeah. He gets caught in traffic. Uh, yeah. I think um, uh, he goes to a convenience store and the guy's charging too much money for a can of uh, Coke. Coke. And he needs change. And he to, needs change. To, and, to make yeah. a phone call. And the guy yeah. won't give him change. Yeah. And he says, if you buy something, then I'll give you change. Yeah. And any the cheapest thing in the store, he's only got a dollar. Yeah. And the cheapest thing in the store... <coughs> Is 90 cents. Yeah, and he goes, then I can't make my phone call. And then call. he goes, I won't have enough money left for my phone call. Um, so then he just has, a again, another, another psychotic out. breakdown. Yeah. He trashes the whole store. Yeah. And in the end, he says, the shop owner just says, take whatever you want. Yeah. And he says, tell me how much this can is. And he's like, 50 cents. Yeah. He and he pays right. him and he just takes 50 cents out and that's yeah. it. Yeah. You know, that is a, a, an act of insanity. Yeah. But... This is the interesting thing. These are two people, Arthur Fleck as the Joker and Michael Douglas. Uh, I can't remember his character name. Do you remember uh, it? Could you, could you have a yeah, look? Yeah, let me check. Yeah. I can't actually remember what his character is called. Yeah. Do they mention his name? I can't yeah. quite remember. Uh, William D. Fenns. William? Yeah, William. Okay, let's just call him William. William Foster. William Foster. William Foster. The, is that, is that his a, name? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, yeah, we've got Arthur Fleck as um, uh, the Joker, uh, and Joaquin Phoenix, and we've, we've got William, uh, played by Michael Douglas. Now, th these are two people that were normal people, but because of things that <coughs> happen in their everyday life, that actually happens yeah. in real life. In normal life. In yeah. normal life. They were pushed over the edge yeah. and are deemed to be insane. That's right. What do you think insanity means? And then what we'll do is we'll, we'll have that a little, we'll link that up to these movies and see yeah. how potentially, you know, the, the, the normal definition could potentially be flawed. Mm -hmm. And we really need to have a think about that. Yeah. 
So what do you think? What do, what do you gather from insanity when you think, what, 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 what does it bring to you? No, insanity, like, you have to say what sane is then in order to say what insanity is. Like, so say, explore it. So, like, sane is like normal human behaviour within a certain environment. So, like, the context of, like, say you're in a shop or a petrol station, there's certain, or in a, in a waiting room of a doctor's or a dentist, there's certain... Uh, behavioral types that are treated as being normal and if you're like say you're twitchy or you you you're you randomly randomly swear out words like Tourette's what, Tourette's yeah like Tourette's okay. that's considered not normal right uh so you're st- stretching the normal behavior of a human being within that so environment. these are societal norms that you're talking yeah, about yeah societal norms so insanity would be where someone is going beyond or stretching that in societal norm of that environmental context that you're in that makes you stand out and so you're it's going against the norm normal behavior type okay so would you would so what 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 makes um okay so that's really quite interesting um so you would define in being insane as 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 going extreme out of societal norms. Yeah. Okay. Um, <coughs> so here's a question for you. Mm-hmm. Would you define someone like Steve Jobs as insane? Uh, I would say no, not insane. But then he was pushing the boundaries in terms of the way he behaved and the way yeah. he managed and ran the company. Yeah. So I, could, I wouldn't say he was insane. But yet he was not normal. Yeah, he was, but he wasn't a maniac. Uh, he wasn't, wasn't he? going around killing people. Okay, so now, now here's here's the interesting yeah. thing. So to be insane, you have to kill somebody. <coughs> no, I think that's it. It's that word is associated with people being insane. Tend to do extreme things of violent behavior types. So you believe that insanity is linked with violence? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, and that's physical violence. Yeah, physical or verbal or, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So the, the the way that I would see it, um, and the reason why I think that this is so interesting, um, the, the topic of insanity, mm-hmm. is because I believe that more people suffer from insanity than we'd like to admit. Okay, more people. Uh, there's a, uh, there's a, uh, an old saying that we're all, we're all one step away from being insane. Yeah, is it? yeah I, th- I think that's it. Yeah. I've definitely heard that. I would regard insanity to be um, fringe behavior. Fringe. Fringe behavior. So behavior, like you said, is outside of our societal norms. Yeah. um, Which could potentially be mentally or physically abusive. Yeah. Okay. So people who are married Mm -hmm. um, and someone who they deem to be someone that they (coughs) care about very much. Mm -hmm. uh, And then they... Of they physically abuse their partner okay, or yeah. mentally abuse that partner, yeah. I would regard them as insane. insane. <coughs> um, people like uh, Bernie Madoff, uh, the guy who managed, uh, I think it was $60 billion, yeah. um, and basically ran away with all the money. Okay. Uh, he ran the biggest Ponzi scheme in history yeah. uh, and destroyed thousands of lives. People yep. basically had their life savings with him. Yeah. And he didn't care. Uh, that's insane. Gotcha. Yep. However, however, I would go so far to even say that I don't know if you're insane, if you're pushed to it oh, by your environmental factors. Oh, you mean you've been forced into it? Yeah, if you're pushed into it. So let, let me give you an example. You know the whole um, like wife beater thing that I just I yeah, mentioned. Yeah, uh, you know, uh, there's a famous case. No, Nigella Lawson, her her husband, her former husband, oh, uh, Charles Saatchi. Charles Saatchi. He was uh, a psychopath. The way he used to treat her. Apparently. Yeah, I mean, did you see those pictures at Scotts? No. So there was a restaurant that they went to quite regularly oh, yeah, called yeah. Scotts. <coughs> yep. Um, on uh, Mount Street, I think it is mm-hmm. in Mayfair. Yeah. And the crazy guy was, like, strangling her. Yeah, yeah, he strangled her. Yeah. yeah. I mean, he's a nutter, <coughs> Charles Saatchi. Yeah. 
Uh, I love going to his gallery, though. It's a nice gallery. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's in Chelsea. Um, but he's he's a nutter. But pe- people like that, they are nuts. Yeah. They, there's a screw loose. Yeah. You can't do that to somebody that you that you so so called care about. Yeah. Uh, and be normal. However, are you crazy? For example, uh, we defined insanity as as somebody who acts out of out of norms. Yeah. Um, and does something that you wouldn't normally do. Yeah. Uh, that normally involves some type of violence, whether it be mental, verbal, physical, physical whatever, yeah. emotional abuse or something yeah. like that, physical abuse. However, is someone insane if, they, if, they're in, if they're held as a hostage and they kill their, um, uh, um, their captors? No, in that situation, I, I, would, I would struggle to define that they're insane because okay. self-defense and desperation is making them do that act. Or to but, escape okay, fair enough. survival. So would you regard Arthur Fleck as insane? Arthur Fleck was the one who you said... Joker. The Joker guy. Yeah. <clears throat> because now this is, this is the thing that I'm <coughs> trying to get to. Mm. I don't... I think being insane is a really, really loose term. Mm. Uh, and that's really what people are trying to play around with right now is that, yeah. oh, this whole idea of insanity, it's like glamorizing it. Yeah. You know, it's making it look really attractive. Yeah, because that's what the whole f- the uproar is about with that film, because they're glamour t- making insanity and rebellion and standing yeah. up against to the society, the the ruling classes and the government and the establishment and saying that you stand up for your rights. And the Joker uh, is the symbol of standing up and rebelling against oh, yeah. uh, against that norm. I mean, look, the the the, the thing is that, that that I find yeah is when we're talking about a movie like The Joker, mm. we've got a guy who wasn't normal to begin with. He <coughs> yeah. had his own issues. Yeah, yeah. He had a lot of issues, he okay. Had a lot of issues. But he was driven to a point of becoming a mass murdering maniac. Yeah. Because of the people around him, yeah. because no one gave him a break. Yeah. No one left him alone. His own mum didn't even give him a bloody yeah, break. Yeah. You know, his employer <coughs> sacked him. Yeah. His f- so-called friend, that Randall guy, yeah. ratted him out. Yeah. He lost his job. Yeah. You know, lied about him. Mm-hmm. All this guy wanted to do was to give, you know, happiness and laughter into people's lives. Yeah. Does that make you insane? I'm of the opinion that he wasn't insane. He was just living in an insane environment and adapted. So he adapted his behavior to fit the environment. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I feel like that his environment was insane. Yeah. The people around him were insane. Yeah, because some of the way he was treated, like the bullying, especially the bullying aspects and being negative and always um, being pessimistic towards him. And saying you're good, you're not good for. Th- and also, when he wanted to become a stand-up comedian, yeah, everyone was against him. Saying, yeah, and everyone, every, well, nobody gave him a chance. Yeah, you know, nobody gave him a chance. And there was that one line from his mum, which was, um, he said, "Mum, I'm going to be a stand-up comedian." Yeah. And she said, "But don't you have to be funny?" Yeah, yeah, that's not very nice. No, like these things to me are not normal. Mm-hmm. Um, viciously beating someone on the train because they're laughing. Is not normal behavior. Yeah. Uh, a mother shouting at somebody making funny faces who's clearly playing around with their, chi- with their child is not normal. Mm-hmm. That mother's behavior was not normal. Yeah. You know, uh, I've been on the bus and I've smiled at a child, you know, and waved at them. Yeah. And then the parent just looks and smiles because they know that it's nice, it's jubilant. Yeah. yeah. You know, it's done in jest. Yeah. Uh, so these these people around Arthur are not normal. Yeah. So he now has to become insane yeah. to suit his insane environment. Yeah. Does that make him insane? I don't think so. I don't think so. And I think that that's where the link between um, uh, Michael Douglas's yeah. character and Arthur Fleck comes in. And that's where I think the, the conversation switches. Yeah. Yeah, because he's trying to survive, basically. The joke exactly. Arthur Fleck yes. is trying to, he creates a survival mechanism. Absolutely. And then he has to go to the extreme because the environments are pushing him 
and if he stays as he was, he would become even more introvert, absolutely more inward, and then just end up depressed and uh, what's it called? Agoraphobia. Yeah, he'd probably so become he'd be suicidal. Just, he would just stay inside and never go outside. I completely agree, <coughs> and I think that the link with uh, falling down is okay. Look. If you turn up five minutes late to a meeting yeah, and the guy saying, no, you were five minute bugger off. No, no yeah. meetings call it. That's Go. crazy. You're a bit, whoa, whoa, whoa. Well, it's only yeah. five minutes late. Yeah. Relax. Yeah. The same way. Like, and I think that's crazy behavior. If you're five minutes late yeah. to go and get some breakfast, yeah. they should give you the breakfast. I know. It's just five minutes. Yeah. It's, it's Sorry, only so. five. Relax yeah. for a second. You relax. Know? Like it's these things that make you think about your own life. Yeah. And you kind of think, hang on a second, am I a bit insane? Yeah. You know, am I, am I crazy? Am I crazy? I'm demanding breakfast five minutes past the actual allocated yeah. time. You know, the same way my MacBook broke. Yeah. You know, I thought, hang on a second, <laughs> they're doing their best. Yeah. They've repaired my MacBook four times mm. or three times, however, yeah. how many times. Should, am I in my rights to go and demand a yeah. replacement? It was similar to that uh, mini-series I've recommended you, uh, Sticks, Sticks and, and Stones. Stones. The black guy who was getting bullied at work, he thought he was crazy. Right. And he thought... And and also the people, his wife and uh, his manager, his the, the manager, the boss, uh, the, the director within the company thought he was mental. They said to him, go and see your doctor and get help. He right. need help because he had... A, he shouted at one of his colleagues. He said, oh. stop. He took his headphones off, smashed them up in the office. Right. And then they thought he's got a mental issue. Yeah. But he was getting bullied. I see. I see. I see. And no one believed him. And I think that this is the next point that I wanted to address <laughs> is that these so-called insane individuals, these so-called crazy people. Hmm. I think they need to be listened to. Yeah. Now, you've obviously got certain people that, you know, suffer from paranoid schizophrenia and in a moment of, you know, in a fit or, 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 a, or a seizure or something like that, they go out and they shoot people. Yeah. That's one thing. Yeah. But developing a mental illness um, because of your surroundings, they need to be listened to. Yeah. yeah. And that, that needs to be addressed. Yeah. That really, really needs to be addressed because we've spoken about mental um, uh, mental health before. Mm. Yeah. Uh, and we're big propagators of it. Um, we think it's very, very important. And I think that this is on the extreme side. And movies like The Joker and movies like Falling Down from the early 90s yeah. were already exploring it. They were already going through like... You know, these are the so-called societal norms. Yeah, yeah. What... Is it normal? Or is that insane? Yeah. Or are we insane? Like, it's it's quite, it's quite you know, meta-cinematic in the way that it's done. Mm. And I quite like that. Yeah. I mean, but, what, you know, fr from your perspective, do you personally believe that the world around us makes you crazy or 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 do, or do you feel like that you make yourself crazy i think more and more as technology is advanced and there's more like like with so, social media and the fast paced life we all live in yeah. with like 24 hour being switched on access to your emails phones whereas before you had to you couldn't phone someone until you got home. Yeah. So you're always on the. You're always contactable. So that that all all of that adds to the burden of being hyper stress, hyper strung. So society is uh, affecting human behavior and Absolutely. impacting uh, the way humans interact and and how much stress is put on on someone uh, from being available twenty four hours of mm. the day. Whereas before you had your quiet time or your weekend time, or you knew when you're traveling from one location to another location, no one could actually phone you because you never had a mobile phone. Oh yeah. So you were uncontactable. So you could enjoy the actual journey of traveling to work <laughs> yeah. and back. Whereas now uh, the only thing at the moment, luckily uh, I think you don't get reception on the underground within London in certain places. I mean, on the central line, it's pretty well covered now. Is it covered? Fair. You can yeah. make a phone call. 
if you're at a train station, yeah, and you've oh, got like, Wi-Fi, call, Wi-Fi calling. Oh, so you can. But years ago, that was impossible. No, of course, yeah, of course. And then you even can. going back, say another tw- twenty years, going back twenty years, mm-hmm. you you n- hardly anyone would have a mobile phone. Yeah. So that it was it was much less stressful. Now even the journey to work can be stressful. I agree. I agree. And I, you know, I was watching a TED talk um, earlier this week. Yeah. Um, and the, the the lady giving the talk, um, she she expressed something quite interesting, which was. Um, the urgency to reply to a message. Yep. When you see a message, you immediately feel like, oh my God, I have to, uh, yeah, I have to reply yeah, immediately. Yeah. But you don't. You don't have to, yeah. You don't. And that idea in itself is crazy. Yeah. You know, if you told your, yourself 20 years ago <laughs> that you're going to see a text message <laughs> and you're going to go insane, you might even crash your car because you feel like yeah, you, have you have to, to text reply. them right back. Yeah. You might risk your life just to reply to a text message. Mm. That person would think you're insane. Yeah. 20 years ago. Yeah. Uh, but that's just the way that we live now. Yeah. And I feel like that movies like The Joker and movies like Falling Down are chances for us to hold up mirrors to ourselves. Yeah. And chances for society as a whole to hold up mirrors <coughs> and be like, have a good look at yourself. Yeah. Are you happy with the way that things are going? And I don't think people should be happy mm-hmm. because it seems that things are going in a very non-humanitarian way. Yeah. We've got people in the world like Greta Thunberg. Are you familiar with her? Yeah. The, the environmentalist The environmentalist girl, girl from yeah. Sweden? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, or Scan- one of the Scandinavian One countries. of the Scandinavian yeah. countries. Um, she is... Um, a child, yeah, uh, and she's mentally unwell. Okay, yeah. Uh, so she suffers from uh, depression. She's, I didn't know she'd suffer yeah. from. Okay, she does. Yep. So uh-huh. she suffers from autism. Okay. She suffers from depression. Okay. She suffers from something called selective mutism. Okay. Um, which apparently sometimes she doesn't speak for a week at a time. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Um, so she's not very well, mm-hmm. um, and she's very young. She's yeah. a child. Yeah. But yet she's being paraded around the world yeah. uh, to, to, to be like an environmentalist. Yeah. Um, and what she's doing is not bad. What she's doing is fantastic. She's doing a great job at it. Yeah, she's creating awareness of the issues. Absolutely, of climate yeah, issues. Global warming. But yet we have these people online uh, who are really battering her. Are they? Uh... Oh, yeah. Um. <coughs> And they're saying that she's a puppet and this and yeah. that. And, you know, if she is or she isn't, we're not here to, to decide mm. that or debate that. That's not what this podcast mm. is about. Um, but the reception that she's getting from certain people is an insane reception. Mm. It's not good. Okay. You can't provide a child uh, with that kind of criticism. Oh, my God. Um. You can't say those kind of things about a child. Yeah. And I don't think that's right. Okay. And, you know, if one day Greta wakes up and because of those comments being made about her, she decides to go and stab somebody. Yeah. Is she the insane one? No, her environment was insane. Yeah. She's been pushed to the extremes. Absolutely. And that's where I think that, you know, these movies are helping us hold a mirror up to ourselves and to our society and be like, how can we change yeah how can we change how can we help people uh, and help each other and make sure that we don't go down these dark and horrible paths um where people feel like that they don't have a choice but to fight back to society that is fighting them yeah and i think that's that that's the message of this you know we obviously love movies and we love these two movies (laughs) but there is a very serious message behind them and I think that's the message is for us to hold a mirror up to ourselves mm. and to be like, hang on a second. These guys were pushed to a limit. Where they felt the only thing left to do was to create havoc and chaos. Yeah. And to fight back against uh, the the bullying that they're facing from the, the different aspects within their lives. So yeah. they felt they had to push back with violence in order to make their voices heard. Yeah. 
and express their emotions. And I, and and you know what? I, I think you really hit the nail on the head there. And I I think before people get to that point, before people feel like that they have to trash a convenience store, yeah. or shoot a TV presenter in the head, yeah, um, or kill a bunch of bankers on the train, yeah, um, I think we should listen to them first before it gets to that point. Exactly, they should be able to express their views, and yeah. we should be able to relate or have empathy with mm. what they're feeling rather than pushing them to the extreme where they have to come back with sheer violence in order to get their feelings out exactly and um i, I think that that's extraordinarily destructive yeah and i think um that's where the flexibility of the term insanity comes into it because when we think of insane we think of some crazy guy going out in the streets and yeah, killing people. people yeah no I think that the way that society works is quite insane. The way that we marginalise fringe characters, mm -hmm. uh, the way that we ostracise um, people who are just <coughs> not quite the way that we are. Yeah. You know, Arthur Fleck wasn't normal to begin with. No. But he wasn't a bad person. No, he wasn't. He wasn't like a paedophile or no. he wasn't doing anything strange or no. kidnapping if you know yeah. i i wrote in my article i said that the reason why i um related to him the most mm -hmm. is because i felt a sense of naivety yeah and frailty from him like the same way when you see a child yeah it doesn't matter what that child has done mm -hmm. that child is naive yeah. and innocent yeah because they don't know what they're doing yeah. most of the time yeah and that's what i saw in arthur oh, okay and that's where i found the connection with him um because that, that's what I felt. Mm. He felt like the world was this lovely, amazing place and he'll be able to achieve his dreams as being a yeah. stand-up and everyone will be behind him. But things don't really work like that. You know, people want to criticise you. There will be more people out there to criticise you than to help you, than to yeah, give you a leg yeah. up. Um, and I think it's these things that we need to look at in society. Mm. And to be like, hang on a second, is that right? Yeah. Should we really be like that? And I know they're just films. They're just movies. But there's a lot of interesting discussion to be, to be had around it. And I, th I think that the way to combat that, I mean, what, what would you say the way to combat, you know, pushing people to those limits? Yes, like what you were saying earlier, it's being able to uh, provide empathy with them, to give them the channels in order for them to express... How would you do that? Like what? What is what could be different to the way that things are being done now? It's just the way they get treated. It's like if someone has a different. It it goes back to the beginning of, like, early childhood. It's the way people mm. get educated, and the education establishments creating awareness that people are different. People have quirks or differences, and and the more and also media. The way the media portrays um, these characters is in a negative way. So if you can portray people, like you just mentioned um, the, the, the girl with... Oh, Greta. Greta, that she's got these conditions. I, didn't, I wasn't aware of that she had mm. these conditions. But look look at her. She's got these uh, various mental conditions and she's, look at the work she's trying to do. And it's... Amazing. And it's, and it's like people out there uh, who are suffering from either depression or they've got agoraphobia or they've got like uh they're shy they're shy maybe and then they get nervous or uh, anxiety anxiety suffer from anxiety and they they still have to go out to work but it's just the being able to help them through the difficult days in order to get through in yeah. order to get through it through it with them yeah i i i 100 agree you know instead of making them feel they already know they're different. Yeah, they know they're different. Yeah. Because they're fighting it from within inside themselves. Absolutely. It's an internal battle. Yeah. And I feel like that that internal battle, um, they fight hard to keep it internal. Yeah. But then if there's a, a battle happening outside, externally, yeah. then that internal battle can then find its way yeah. outside. And, and before it gets to that point, don't give them an extra fight. Yeah. You know, we, we should be there to support each other. Because you see it with Arthur Fleck, a lot of the times yeah. he's reminiscing, rem remembering his childhood, and also he's uh, he's daydreaming and he's oh, seeing yeah. things that he's 
he's fighting inside his brain when he's thinking of having a relationship with the the girl who lives down the corridor. Oh yeah. And but that's in his brain, which was all made up. And then he's thinking, oh, should I go and attack her? But he's fighting that internally, yeah. internally the mechanism. And the thing is, it's that point, isn't it? Yeah. Where it just flips. It flips, and then it becomes reality. Yeah. It's 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 a great film. Like taking nothing away from the film, it's no. a brilliant film, and it's a great piece of acting as well. Oh yeah, I know some people lately have been criticizing uh, his acting, but that acting class that he's done in that film is—it's a masterclass. Yeah, and it's definitely the best piece he's done, I think. Yeah, um, and I, th- I think you would agree with that as yeah. well. Yeah, uh, it's just—it really is fantastic. Uh, very, very well done. Mm. Um, and it sticks with you. Yeah. You know, it's been over a month since you saw it. Yeah. You know, it's been, uh, it's been about a week and a bit since yeah. I've seen it. Um, and it really does stick with you. Yeah. It makes you think. Um, I think if anyone hasn't seen it, they should see it. Um, and it's, it's really great. But one of the things that really did stick with me um, isn't the implications that the movie faces because it's a movie at the end of the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it was the reality that it encompasses that, hang on a second, this really does happen. Yeah, it's happening now. Yeah, this yeah. happens. And, you know, this guy wasn't crazy. No. They made him crazy. Yeah. The people is, around him made, the, made the, him crazy. His friends, his associates. His friends. Uh, the work, the so work colleagues. Everything else perpetuated it and it affected yeah. it, imploded in his own emotional life. Absolutely. And we need to be aware of what we're doing to others because something may seem like a joke. Yeah. But it's not a joke. Yeah. And to them, it could have detrimental effects. <laughs> and we're seeing this so often in children who are now going in America and shooting up schools, mm. you know, because of the high school bully who think, thinks that they're yeah. having a bit of a laugh. Well. And all of a sudden, this kid is already having issues. Nobody's recognizing it. The teacher, the teachers aren't recognizing it because the teachers don't care. No. The students think that you know their internal battle is something to be ridiculed and something to have a bit of a joke to have at their expense. And then one day they go into their parents' um, uh, you know, uh, gun cabinet, pull out a gun, and go into school and blow everyone's brains out. You know, so yeah. it's, it's it's not good. And we're seeing this more and more and more. And I think people need to be more aware of it mm-hmm. and pay more attention. Um, and because, you know, help comes with the people you're around. You can have all the therapy you want and all the mindfulness you can in your life. But if the people you're around aren't providing you with the right support, yeah, it's not good. Yeah, you need uh, the whole network from teachers, family, uh, friends, work colleagues, the whole, the various circles that you're involved in need to work together. Absolutely, and we we all need to be more aware. Yeah. I think. Yeah. And I think that's that's like the crux of of this discussion is that you know, just because someone is so called branded as being insane or crazy or not not mentally fit, we need to know how did that happen. Yeah. How did that happen? Were they, you know, because like I said, I wouldn't regard someone as insane um, if their environment was insane. Yeah. And we are seeing it so many times where someone's environment is not normal. Yeah. And then they, their behavior is consequentially not normal. Yeah. Their, their, their behavior is changed to survive or yeah. fit within that abnormal societal behavior around them. A hundred percent. So, you know. What we need to do is we just need to make our environments more normal. And the only way we can do that is to, is together. Mm-hmm. It's not an individual effort. It's, no, a, no. it's a team effort. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, that was, uh, that was really interesting. Actually. Yeah, that was a good one. That was really quite interesting. I, yeah. didn't, I didn't think about it like that when I first saw it. It was only after discussing it with you. Okay. Did I really think about it like that? Yeah. Did you want to mention, you said you wanted to read out uh, one of the comments we had online. Oh yeah, so we've we've been um, so we've been we've been getting some really good feedback uh, on the podcast. Okay, and I thought I'd, uh, I'd I'd start by reading out at the end of every podcast each week a one comment. Okay, yeah, uh, that we've gotten uh, with regards to the 
to the podcast. Yeah, you won't you won't mention the names, just just the comments. Yeah, for now, uh, I'm not going to be mentioning any names. Yeah, uh, but I will be talking about the 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 comments uh, that we're getting. So I'm just getting up my mm-hmm. my phone right now. Okay, uh, and I'm having a look for a for a comment because uh, there's one in particular. Which I thought was quite interesting. Mm-hmm. <coughs> so let's just have a look. Yeah, so this this is one that I, I, I thought was quite was quite interesting. Yeah. Um so this individual um, uh, commented about the podcast uh, and said these podcasts are set out really well and really enjoying them in fact I've just finished the last one a few moments ago okay I definitely feel the rapport between these two podcasters especially when they affirm each other's ideas and mm-hmm. make their statements clear mm-hmm I also like those parts especially because I could hear the joy or excitement in each other's voices. Okay. My thoughts and opinions aligned with yours and your uncle's. So I tend to find myself nodding in agreement, particularly in your last two podcasts. Okay. And I, I, I think it's these sort of comments that we get yeah. uh, and this feedback that we're getting. Yeah, that is really encouraging oh, that's uh, good. For, for for us to yeah to keep it going and yeah. and 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 to keep you know rocketing forward. Okay. Um, but you know everyone else, you know, we really do want to hear back from you, and um, we want to know what you think. Uh, if there's anything you feel like we could improve, mm-hmm. we'd like to know that as well. Yeah. If you're enjoying it, we'd like to know yeah. why you're enjoying it and what you're enjoying about it. Uh, but but other than that, you know, we'd like to thank everyone for listening. Uh, it's it's really fun and uh, like i said we've taken a, a hiatus yeah uh because of technical issues but we're, we're we're glad to get be getting back into okay. it and we've we've got a lot of a lot more fun and interesting things coming up okay take care for now cool have a good yeah. one and you, take bye. care bye-bye bye